boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor Airy Christmas, Billy by Richard Maffeo Billy stared in sullen resignation at the brown-lettered sign. Pinewood Home for Special Children. Snowflakes swirled around the car, but Billy didn't notice. He slumped in his seat and buried his chin into his chest. Today's Christmas, he muttered under his breath, and I'm stuck coming here to see a bunch of sick kids. When he opened the car door, the cold December wind whipped at his skin. He shuddered and slammed the door shut, though not loud enough to catch his dad's attention. No sense making this worse than it already was. He crunch-crunched across the snow toward the red brick building. When they opened the brown metal doors, he spotted several others from his youth group standing in the foyer by the coat rack. Mr. Thomas, the director of the home, greeted them. "'We're all so grateful you could come today,' he said. "'The boys and girls have been excited all week about your visit. They want to surprise you with some of the things they've made for you.' He led them into a large room where nearly twenty boys and girls eagerly waited. Many appeared to be eight or nine years old. A few were older. Most sat in wheelchairs, but some lay on red or yellow mats placed along the walls. Billy's hands felt moist. He had never seen so many people in wheelchairs before. But more than that, he'd never seen anyone besides a baby who couldn't do anything but lie on a mat. His stomach churned. Mr. Thomas spoke cheerfully as they walked through the open area. Billy noticed a boy hunched over and curled up in his wheelchair. He seemed to be trying to catch Billy's attention. Billy looked away. Uh Uh-oh, there it was again. He was trying to catch Billy's attention as he sat smiling and waving at him. Oh, no, Billy prayed silently. Lord, please make him stop. Still smiling, the boy motioned a third time. Billy felt cornered. With no clear options left, he slowly walked toward him. Ion give it is to oo the boy said when Billy stood beside him. He held a small cardboard box in his lap, brightly decorated with crayon colors. Billy couldn't understand him. Ion givis to oo, he smiled again and motioned with his head toward the box. Just then Mr. Thomas came to Billy's rescue. I notice you have a friend, Jason, Mr. Thomas knelt beside the wheelchair. What you got there, Jason? Ion givis to im. Jason shifted a little in his chair and looked at Mr. Thomas. "'You want to give this to him?' he asked. Jason smiled broadly, his upper body rocking slowly. Mr. Thomas turned to Billy. "'He wants you to have this. "'What is your name, young man?' "'Billy, Billy Harness.' "'Well, Billy,' Mr. Thomas continued, "'Jason wants to give you this present.' Mr. Thomas looked again at Jason. "'But didn't you make something else with the others to give as gifts?' Jason nodded his head happily. His face radiated excitement. Onivis too! Onivis too! Well, Billy, Jason wants you to have this also. Billy didn't know what to do. He knew he'd hurt Jason's feelings if he refused to take the gift. 
On the other hand, he didn't want to take anything from someone who was so, so sick. His face suddenly grew warm. His thoughts swirled in his head. He had to do something. Mr. Thomas still smiled at him. Billy reached out and took it. Thank you, he mumbled softly to Jason. Uka hit. Jason's eyes sparkled. Billy looked to Mr. Thomas for help. Why don't you look at it, Mr. Thomas said. Billy looked again at Jason and then slowly opened the box. Inside was a pink rubber ball. When he held it in his hand, he read a name, Jason. Billy was surprised. Is this your ball? Airy Kismas, Jason said, his eyes sparkling. Airy Kismas. This time, Billy didn't need Mr. Thomas to explain what Jason had said. Merry Christmas, Billy answered, but I have nothing for you. His eyes remained glued to the box in his hands. Jason watched him for a moment. Then he shrugged his shoulders. Airy Kismas, he beamed. The youth group spent the next two hours enjoying themselves at the party. Billy even discovered that with a little patience he could understand much of what Jason said to him. When it was time to leave, Billy carefully held the box Jason had given him. Thank you, he said again. Jason smiled and rocked slowly in his wheelchair. Airy Kismas! As they drove toward home, Billy stared absentmindedly out the window. It had stopped snowing. Dad broke the silence. Did you have a good time? Billy waited a moment before answering. Uh-huh. I saw the boy in the wheelchair give you that box, Dad said. Billy fingered the crayon markings along its top. Yeah, he answered. His name's Jason. It's his ball. He wanted me to have it. That was nice of him. Yeah, it sure was, Billy agreed. For a while they drove without speaking. Finally, Billy said, I think I need to apologize to Jesus for being so selfish, especially on his birthday. What do you mean? Billy slumped a little in his seat and opened the box. He took the ball out and squeezed it a few times. Well, that kid was so happy just to give me this, and all I wanted to do was stay home and open my presents. I mean, he probably doesn't have much of anything that's really his, and yet he was so glad to let me have his own ball. Maybe you're learning a lesson we all need to learn. Dad paused a moment before adding, and to relearn. Billy looked at him, his forehead creased in confusion. What do you mean? that it's better to give than to receive. When they pulled into the driveway, Billy turned and looked at his dad. Can I visit Jason again, he asked. Sure, dad replied, anytime you want. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide Magazine. Edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. 